How's it going, Abby? Going. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I don't see waveforms, so I'm distracted. Oh, I see waveforms. On both sides, I baby. I don't see any waveforms. No waveforms. <sighs> I mean, I gotta assume it's recording, because it tells me it is. Yeah, it looks like it. We're, for those that don't know, we are in separate locations. So we're testing sad. out new technology. It is sad. I have but... separation anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> that anxious attachment. I get it, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. I really do. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. But I trust in the process. Um, yeah. yeah. And if this whole I'm, I'm episode is just like gone, whatever, like it'll be sad. But hopefully that's not the case. It will. It will be sad, but also that's just you and me talking, Abby. What's the worst that happens? Yeah, then that's a good point. Then it's just like us catching up. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of like the whole point of why I want, like, why I want to do this with you, because then it's just like weekly catch ups, and you know the Aww. occasional like. <laughs> Abby's like, I'm trying to do a fucking podcast, and I'm out here like no. I just want to be around my friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel the same way. That's why I say that. Like, I was thinking about that too. Um, mm, got it. I do love the fact that, like, I have this time with you. It makes me feel really special. Same, love. Oh, God. We get so sappy on here every time. I know. I know. <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world for sure. Not mad about it. No. Right. And, like, I feel uh, like, you know. Oh, hello? You good? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, you feel like? Oh, just like, you know, because we had so much time where we weren't speaking that it's just mm-hmm. nice to like talk again. Yeah. 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 I agree. It is. Yeah. It's so nice the fact that we have such a solid connection. Again, you're mm. technically, I've known you the longest out of all the people I know, which is funny. Mm. But I also have like really connected with you only recently. Yeah, like it's technically longer, but it's mm-hmm. not that like, long short like term relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's actually kind of wild. Dude, it's so wild. I, I'm actually going to touch on that really quick. So, mm-hmm. again, we kind of uh, started becoming closer like reconnecting right when I broke up with my ex and when you were about to break up with your ex. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was like such a pivotal moment in my life because I think that that's like when a new chapter in my life started. Um, it's mm-hmm. when I had to become social out of necessity. Um, for example, mm. it was just like me in my relationship. I've talked about it. I isolated myself a ton so when we broke up, it was just me and my very few core friends, like my friends that I know of my ride or dies, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I just needed more just because there was a point in time when like, I wasn't super comfortable with one of them. One of them lives all the way out in Tarzana, and then the other one, the other two were out like of the country when I was going through my breakup and I had some stuff mm-hmm. going on. So. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need friends. I need mm-hmm. protection. I need security. Uh, so that's like kind of when it marks my beginning, 
like my new arc, <laughs> my new yeah. story arc. Um, <laughs> and I am very happy like that we got to be friends since then, since that May. Also, like because it kind of just shows – so I had my party, what, like a week ago, my going away party. Yeah. And it's really crazy because all the people there are probably friends that I've made within the past year, like close oh, friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there were so many people there. There were so many people and so many people like couldn't come as well. Like so many uh-huh. people wanted to come and couldn't come and they're all amazing people. Uh-huh. Like I got so lucky because like that low is what caused me to grow so much and yeah. create such an amazing community. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to be more like you and like, just make more friends. Um, Cause I feel like I'm able to make friends easily, but it's like a slower process because it takes I me hear- a little bit to like warm up to people. I hear um, that. And I really appreciate it. I think you do a great job of like being able to talk to people. And, you know, I think we've kind of talked about it where you don't have to like put all of your energy into everyone every single time. Right. Especially if it's someone that you're never going to see again or someone that's like not super interested or interesting, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. It's a skill. It's a skill to be able to like find the people that you're going to vibe with kind of quickly and then say you're a part of my life now (laughs) yeah well and you found a lot of them or most of them through climbing right yeah almost me i guess Um, yeah ironically yeah 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 it's very ironic because it's like not a thing that i normally do (laughs) yeah it was just it's just kind of funny it's just really really funny um but i it's really nice because rock climbing is such a social sport Mm-hmm. that I've been able to like build that community a lot. I find like the, a lot of people have issues making friends growing up as adults. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you move to a new place and you're like, I know no one, where do I make friends kind of deal. Right. And it's a little difficult. Uh, I've had some, like my sister kind of go through it at one point. Um, just a bunch of friends in general. Like I don't know how to make friends, but I find that if you go to somewhere over and over, like frequent a place mm-hmm. uh, and become a, what's it called? Not like a, a member, but like a. Um, uh, a regular. Okay. Yeah. I was like, all I can think of is member. <laughs> when you become a regular somewhere, then you start recognizing other people. Then you can talk to yeah. them, right? And you have yeah. a. Yeah a pretty similar background of or a common a common interest yeah exactly then you kind of go from there then you're like all right so these people aren't great but i still have more people to pick from yeah i always just feel like awkward when i'm in settings like that being like oh they might not want to talk or like they just want to do their thing or they have other friends they came with um they might think i'm weird i mean Abby, you are weird, but uh. it's awesome. Like, I love how weird you are. Like, if they don't appreciate how weird you are, then they don't deserve to be your friend. Uh-huh. Uh, but I find that, like, if they're going to be rude and or, you know, not open to a new interaction, then that's already kind of a sign. Like, yeah, they might be with people and you're just like, cool, I understand. I 
tried, right? Mm-hmm. And you just kind of move with, with or move on with your day. Um, but sometimes even when they don't look like they're interested, they can be really excited. I know that when I uh, when I was being like really introverted and trying to get some alone time or just going to, well, I actually take that back. When I go to a new gym, for example, like out of state for whatever reason, I just need to get a climb in uh, and I have my headphones in. Sometimes that's when I actually want people to talk to me the most, but like, I don't know anyone, like I don't know the vibe. Right. right. So like that's when, for example, I've made a couple friends who, I rock climb or we're lifting or whatever. Right. And they always had their headphones in and my friends are like, don't bother him or her or them. And just like, let them do their thing. Cause they always have their headphones in and they never want to talk. I'm like, I don't buy that because I was on the other end. And there are so many people that would go up and be like, hi, my name is Antonio. And then they take out their headphones and we'd talk for like 30, 45 minutes. Right. It's just oh. some people, you know, it's yeah. Like, Headphones tend to be the universal sign of don't talk to me. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's just like sometimes people don't want to not talk to anyone in silence. So they put on headphones, right? Right, right. So it's it's just a gamble. It's just a gamble. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like really outgoing and other times I'm more introverted. And it just depends on my mood. Yeah, you don't have to be social all the time. Again, I'm yeah. an introvert, so I have to pick and choose when I'm social. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend was a lot of being social in general. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I went to Tempe, Arizona. Dude, yeah. honestly, kind of a blast. I had such yeah. a great time. My friend, talk about it. I would be happy to. My friend Christine, she I met her at a rave. She was the one that we talked about over Thanksgiving. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah, that she's was like so... a couple months ago. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's been wow. like three months since I've met her. So I've wow. seen her. And then you spent like a whole week together. <laughs> a whole weekend, yes, a like weekend. from Thursday okay, Thursday it. to Sunday. Yeah, and it was wow. so much fun, dude. It was so That's much awesome. fun. Yeah, it was really great because we've been like talking beforehand. We like called, we're good friends. Um, get, mm-hmm. Like, just it was very, very easy with her. Um, and she has her own podcast, so we kind of like bonded over that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just was like really stoked because she was such a good person and she has a lot of other good people around her and she's really fun and likes to dance and listens to good music and then it's very social. So mm. I had to be on my A game. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but it was so much fun. Met amazing people. Well, it was actually a really uh, interesting example of people not wanting to be like seeming like they don't want to talk, but being really mm. open to it was we went to in and out and it was very busy and we wanted to eat there. So, mm. And it was like packed. All the tables were packed. And we go outside and we see this older couple, probably in their 60s or 70s. I see them and like they're only using half the table. So I go up to them like, hey, do you mind if we sit with you? Like there's no other tables. They're like, yeah, sure, whatever. They're like a little hesitant, you know, because we're in a college town. 
So mm. they might think that we're students. Um, but anyways, I start talking to them. They are so cool. The guy Aww. and like the woman works for the guy. The guy owns his own business and his business is so you know how there's microprocessors and computer chips? Uh sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, he patented the microprocessor. Oh wow. Which so is he's in, like hella loaded. Yeah. Oh, I need to email him. Fudge. Yeah, wait, did you get his email? I got his car, dude. Oh, hell yeah. He was so cool. You never know when you go to In-N-Out who you might meet. Oh, yeah. It was just random In-N-Out, dude. So it wow. was just like be social for a couple minutes. You know, there was a, a moment where I look over at Christine. Christine's just like chowing down food. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just take over <laughs> the conversation for a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they were super sweet and very open. The guy was awesome uh his partner i'm assuming was very sweet as well mm-hmm. um and it's just like you know taking a shot like what's the worst that happens they say no and then you move on like do you, how did you open the conversation were you like hey what are you guys up to or like tell me about yourself i was like i was like what's your name uh what like did you do for work or what or what do you do for work? Or what did you do for work? Right. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of started from there and got into like the whole business and, yeah. you know, just was going to be do some pleasantries of, hi, my name's Antonio. I'm a software engineer, the whole thing. Right. But, mm-hmm. and wanted to ask them about it, but it was just very, very easy because they ended up just wanting to talk as well, even though they didn't seem like it. Mm. That's great. Mm-hmm. So I think it's yeah. just like, like I know you're so good with people, Abby. You're so good with mm-hmm. people. I think like people are more willing to talk to you, especially since you have such good energy that mm. you easily be able to make friends anywhere. Mm. Thank you. Of course. Um, yeah, I'm definitely like different around certain like different people. I'm kind of a chameleon personality. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, you are human, of course. Yeah. But like some uh, people just bring out my silly side. Than <laughs> others. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I, it definitely makes a lot of sense. And I think like everyone brings out different parts of you and should mm-hmm. also give you different experiences. If you have only like the same group of friends over and over and over again. It's a little like, okay, does she or he or they do whatever a little differently right. or are they just surrounding themselves with like-minded people? Of yeah, course. And like you just kind of mold into everyone into this. Yeah, thing. exactly. So it's nice to have different parts of you shine through. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, when you bring your friends together, then they get to see all these different parts of you. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I don't want to go climbing. I want to go be with my bi boys, or I want to go, for example, like <laughs> you, you can go to pottery, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm starting to make more friends and like chip away at the pottery studio group. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I made one friend who is like yeah. solidified and like we text and we like, I invited her to my party a couple weeks or a couple months ago when you were mm-hmm. out of town, I think. And um, she came with her boyfriend and she like lives around me too. So she seems like a good friend to start to like make. Um, 
I love that. Yeah, and some people like have come up to me and been like, "Hey, like, what's your name? I see you here all the time." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm Abby." And so it's like cool starting to make those introductions. Nice. Um, it's... But when what? No, no, go for it, please. Oh, just like when you were saying you went up to those people or you started talking to those people up the in and out. Remind me of um, when in my like last relationship with my ex, mm-hmm. he one of his like better qualities, which I thought was really fun, was that everywhere we went, like he would make a friend with someone because mm-hmm. he's so outgoing. Quality. And so he, it got to be like a little annoying by the end because it started to feel like he was talking to everyone besides me. Yeah. Um, when we would go out, but like he would immediately be best friends with like everyone at the bar, wherever we went. And like, he would just strike up conversations with like every bouncer, every like maitre d' or whatever, um, host. And like, I don't know, he had this weird, like personable quality where he could get to know people pretty quickly and just Mm -hmm. like didn't care about stepping on toes. So he would just like ask questions and I would be too shy because I'd be like oh well they're working they don't want to which is totally true and I Mm -hmm. thought was like kind of weird at certain points but other times and also it would be like with people just in the restaurants um like eating um but he would just like strike up a conversation with everyone and um we got to know a lot of people yeah yeah, yeah. It's actually funny that you say, uh, like, even random people in the restaurant. My mom and dad used to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, they're just so personable and social, and that they would just like start talking to random people and just like shoot the shit, right? Yeah. All the time. And I was just like, dude, they're freaking working. Like, leave them alone. Yeah, like like, they don't care. (laughs) They don't care. I said that to my mom all the time because she always does that. And I'm like, mom, they don't care. And she's like, no, they like a conversation. Like, it's nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think a balance is good. Yes, a balance is good. And it's, it's difficult. Because, you know, just like humans, we're all a little different. Because there are times where I'm like, I don't want to talk to freaking nobody. Mm-hmm. And then there are times where I'm like, I am so lonely. Fucking someone talk to me. Talk yeah. to me, please. So it's it's just like, how do <laughs> talk I... Talk to me, please. <laughs> uh, Sorry. But no, please. Thank you. Uh I'm weird. Embrace it, please, love. You're freaking great. But anyway, uh, there's just there's just so much to people in general that you can be like, I don't think you I should talk to them. But at the end of the day, you never know. It's just like again, I always think of the example of the poly couple where they kind of just set like we're questioned, like, why do you do this? Basically, like, what if you add someone and what if it is worse? Like, what if it makes things complicated? And then the mm-hmm. question responding 
is, well, what if it makes it better? So it's just mm-hmm. like you don't know until you shoot your shot, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could be, be worse, could be better. Could be worse, could be better. Yeah. Um, one of my one of my favorite stories, um, or not stories, but just like examples from my relationship with my ex was we went um, to like wine this wine country area north of LA. Hmm. Um, Paso Robles, I think, or Paso Robles. I don't know how to pronounce it. Paso Robles. Sorry. Um, But so we went there and we went, it was like a whole weekend we did in Santa Barbara and then we went to like Paso and that whole area. Um, Mm -hmm. And we went to this winery that was like not on a lot of the, the like touristy lists. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like one of the older wineries because apparently in the town there was a big shift between like the OG wineries and then like the new age, new money, like wineries that were really expensive and getting on all the like lists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to the old one. There was no one else there besides us when we went for a tasting. Mm-hmm. And every other place was like, you need a reservation, like super strict. But they were like really chill and we ended up going there and getting this like tasting and my ex, he like struck up a conversation with like the woman who was doing our tasting and we just mm-hmm. like got to know her like way more personally. Um, and like, cause he was asking her about music and about like what she does in her free time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so she ended up like pouring us all this free stuff too. Um, That's cool. and ended up like introducing us to the owner of the winery who was like really chill and we just like hung out with them for hours and like pet their dogs. And, um, we were playing guitar in the back, like just the two of us and singing. And then the woman came out and was like, you guys are so cute. Like, here's a free like bottle. Like it's open, but I'm, I'm can't like use it. So we like got this free thing. Um, Hell yeah. and it's just like, you never know. And then a couple months later we were driving back through, that area and we stopped there and we got another tasting and they remembered us and they were just like oh my god like yo and we smoked with them i think it was like really crazy we were just like besties with these winery people i love that dude it's it's always so much fun because especially when they're servers like Mm -hmm. they get treated like trash all the time Mm -hmm. all the time which is so sad so I kind of have a similar experience of when we went to Mammoth. Is that true? Yeah, Mammoth, like last 4th of July or the 4th of July before that. I forget. Um, mm-hmm. But we went up there and then there was like this really cute waitress. And we were just like sweet to her, you know, just being our normal selves. And she goes, I really appreciate you all. And just like kind of did the same thing. She was just super fun. Let us stay a little mm-hmm. late. Um, was just like hanging out with us, talking. Found out that she's a climber. That we have multiple connections. Mm. It's just really cool. It's really cool getting to know random people. Yeah. Because you did never you invite know her climbing with you. Um, no, because we didn't go climbing. We were there oh, for yeah. um just camping for the most part. Mm-hmm. But. I still think about her a lot, obviously. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, you were so hot, dude. Oh, you were so hot and you were so strong and you were so sweet. 
I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> the you joke was back. that. I know. That was the joke is like, I have to go back up every weekend to see if I can catch her again. Aw. But, you know. I'd go just, to Mammoth with you. I haven't been. It's so much fun, dude. Highly suggest. But we could definitely plan something. That'd be fun. In like seven months. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back in July. Um, I'll be back in July. That's not too long. It's only February. It's only beginning of February. By. Oh my god! It's it's been, it hasn't even been a week since I've left. I know. Oh my god! I know. Oh my god! But are you so glad? Like, are are you like, yeah, this was. This Dude, was Tempe good. was a blast. Like, I did not have a bad moment. You looked like, like you were really happy. I am so happy, dude. Tempe was so much fun. Today I spent like the day with my brother uh, and his two kids. His partner is out back in California taking care of her dad, her grandpa, I think her grandpa, and she has her other kid. So Mm -hmm. it was just him, me, and the two little ones. It was pretty fun. it was really cute. I was talking to him about how I don't want to be a dad. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, talked about, like, the difficulties of being a parent. Of course, like, not judging him and actually, like, applauding him for wanting, for being a dad and for having, like, mm-hmm. three kids and talking about everything. Um, and later on, after the fact, we were in the market. I was just playing with him. He goes, funny you say that you don't want to be a dad. I'm like, yeah, this is enough. Like, I'm good. After this, I'm going to be like... Cool. Never again. <laughs> oh, like funny because you're so good with them or what? Yeah, because I'm so good with kids. Aw. I'm really good with kids. It's really interesting. Like, <laughs> I I think it's just because I know that, like, I can relate and I can do the same thing and that, you know, they're just curious. They're just curious little guys that don't mm-hmm. know what's going on or what to expect. Yeah, and because just because you're good with kids doesn't mean that you should have kids, you know? Like, yeah, I feel like that's a common misconception. Yeah, a common misconception is just because you can have kids doesn't mean that you should have them. Right. Yeah, Yeah. I was watching this TikTok this morning, actually. Um, This woman made a video, and she was, like, 50, and um, she was like, I'm 50, I'm childless, and I knew from the age of seven that I never wanted to have kids. And I stuck with that. Like I never wavered in that feeling. Mm -hmm. And she was like glowing. Like she looked amazing and gorgeous. She was like, I don't have a skincare routine. My skincare routine is not having children. And like, she's like, I'm, I have money. Like I like went abroad. I lived, I lived in like all these different places um, I could just do that and like I'm happy and fulfilled and like yeah so I thought it was it was a good video it was interesting that's really cute I love that yeah and again not saying that having kids is bad not saying that no, no one should have kids not saying that having not having kids is better uh, just a preference and another way of life yeah it's just a choice it's literally like I it's it's an individual choice and I think it's an interesting like quest or not quest, but like the 
the discovery of whether you do or don't want to have kids is is like mm-hmm. a, a thing. I'm, like it takes a while sometimes, or sometimes you just know. Yeah, it does take a while. Like for example, when I was younger, I didn't, or I thought I wanted kids. I thought I wanted four because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want just two because they'll hate each other. Don't want one because then it's the possibility of them being like the spoiled single child, right? Uh, don't want three because then there's like a middle child, but there's four. Mm. They can all go with each other. They can all mix and match <laughs> the whole thing. That's cute. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I have four siblings, so there's five of us. Um, a little bit of an age gap between some of us, but uh, it was just like five's too many. And it's just funny. It's just funny thinking about how I was a kid and thought I wanted kids, right? Not knowing yeah. anything. Not knowing anything. It's like a compulsive kid. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're supposed to have kids. How many do you want? Yeah. Kind of deal. It's just different. It's just very, very different. Um, It's also really funny because... It's not really funny. Uh, I just think it's (laughs) interesting because, you know, I'm always like, when can I get a vasectomy? Everyone's like, Mm. how do you know? Like, why do you want that? I talked to my mom about it one day. Uh, because we've talked about how I'm like, mom, I don't want kids. And she's like, yeah, that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't expect you to have kids. And then later on I go, yeah, I need to schedule a vasectomy. And she goes, well, don't do that. I'm like, why? Uh- she goes, cause it'll make you sterile. I'm like, that's the point. Yeah. That's <laughs> I the hope point. so. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think I said that. I hope so. That's kind of the point. And She's just like gets a little sound like we can move on. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so yeah. it's an it's an ongoing conversation with my mom. Um, eventually, that conversation will come to an end. Yeah, but I think the other part too is that I have so many friends right now who are separating because they. Like one person doesn't want kids and the other person wants kids. Oh, really? You have a lot of friends yeah. like that? Yeah, I have at least two, maybe three. I think at least three right now have like three couples. Wow. Um that are breaking up because of that. Even though wow. it's like they kind of talked about it or they did at some point, or like life's changing, you know. Um so it's just like it's someone changed here. their mind. Yeah. You know, like, or they were like, I'm open to it. Um, Especially like the guys, the guys will always be like, I'm open to it. And then they move forward in their lives and they go, I'm not ready. I don't want this. Uh, The scenario is not right. Kind of deal. Right. Yeah. Um, It's kind of big for like, for women who mm -hmm. want kids and they know, and they know that like, they do have that clock of, um, there's only so much time, so if they're like in a relationship where they see it not happening, then yeah, then they have to make a decision. Like, yeah. is this person right. more important than kids, or are kids more yeah. important to me than this person? Right? Yeah. And a lot of the time, it's kids are more important than the partner. Yeah. Which is fair in a lot of ways, but yeah. also just sad. That was like um, in that show, The Ultimatum. Did you ever see that? No. Abby, who are you talking to? <laughs> what? 
Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? There was a show on Netflix that came out last year called The Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And it was the most chaotic show ever, I think, put out on Netflix. Um, <laughs> it was a reality show. And it was about, it was like four or like eight couples who um, were on the brink of breaking up mm-hmm. for one reason or another. And um, one of them gave the other an ultimatum. Like, if you don't change, if you don't do this, whatever, want to make it work, then we're breaking up. Mm-hmm. Which is never a good idea to do, I think, personally, no. to give an ultimatum. Um, I agree. So, and then also, on top of it, then they signed up for this reality show. And um, they all, <laughs> like, are in a house. And they're all attractive, young, you know. Oh, oh yeah, wait. The ultimatum was one of them wanted to get married. And the other didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had to have, like, certain reasons why they wanted to get married and the other person had reasons why they weren't ready. Um, and so they were put in this like house to live with all of the couples and they had to choose another cup, another person from a different couple than their own to mm-hmm. live with for a month. Wow. To like test out a different relationship to see if like it might trigger like, Oh, I'm, I actually want to be with my original person or I want to break up or be with a new person. It's um, like housewives, right? Or not housewives. It, yeah, um, like ho- wife swap. Wife swap. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's and kind of funny. it was so funny. Um, and then they would live for a month in their current couple after that and like kind of deal with the fallout. Like some of them would like sleep with each other, some of them mm-hmm. wouldn't. But anyway, I brought it up because there was one couple who the guy wanted to get married and he the main reason or no the woman did not want to marry him because she didn't want kids and was very like firm on that and he wanted kids and she knew that so mm-hmm. she was kind of like i love you but i know that you want kids and i don't want to like stop you from having that um Cause I love you. And like, if you really want that and to be fulfilled in your life, like we shouldn't get married and we shouldn't be together. Yeah. But he was kind of still holding on and was like, no. And there was a whole drama because he ended up real, like deciding the relationship was worth not having children. Um, And so they got engaged and there was a lot of controversy about it because they never really discussed it. But um yeah 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 it's really hard um sorry that was long (laughs) no don't be abby stop saying sorry for talking all right sorry i I, oh my god abby i like hearing the words you have to say yeah (sighs) but that is pretty chaotic and it's like really cute the fact that there are people that choose their partners over a kid, you know, yeah. like, and there's, and it was really interesting. It really interesting too, because I have so many, not so many friends. I have a couple friends that, you know, have chosen to be single parents, you mm-hmm. know, especially women, like moms, like single moms to do it without a dad. Right. Mm, like just cause they're like, like, I'm ready to have children. 
Yeah. But I don't have Typi- a partner. Yeah. Typically, it's just like one child. Typically. Typically. Yeah. But, it's really yeah. hard. Um, both ways, you know? Like, it's hard all around. It is hard all around. It is really, really hard all around. <laughs> That's what she Dude. said. Oh, my God. <laughs> Abby. Abby. That was so uh, good. I can't not ruin a moment. <laughs> I don't believe that. You're so great, Abby. I just, I hope that you're so excited to go share it with other people. Yeah. So you're so just awesome. Yeah. I've been like beaten down too much. I think. I, yeah, I understand. It's hard. That was actually a conversation my brother and I had today. One of the Mm -hmm. things that we were talking about is like, what core values do you want to teach your kid? Like, I think I asked him, is there something that you want your kid to have that you think that they'll appreciate when they grow up? For example, like the one that I use uh, is for climbers. It's like, oh, I wish we were put into gymnastics when we were kids, right? That way we just had like better movement or I wish I did like STEM or I wish I was more into art or right. Mm. Like some kind of either like, activity or core value or i wish my parents like did this kind of deal and he goes Mm -hmm. i think one of the things i want them to learn is uh how to get back up and recover right Mm -hmm. and i think that that is such a skill and it's so hard because the way that you have kids like gain security and be able to recover is by failing in a safe space Mm-hmm. You know, and it's hard to provide that safe space to fail in, fail in. Mm. Uh, but it was, it was a lot of understanding that kids are going to continue to like be and put themselves into difficult scenarios, right? Like that's just life. We all had childhoods that were, I'm sure, somewhat difficult somewhere, right? And mm-hmm. you can't. And you mess up and it's not a safe space and sometimes you're lucky and sometimes you're not. Um, That's hard. That's really hard because it's like, how do I continue to give my kids the tools that they need slash I want them to have, but also you can't just like drill it into them, right? Yeah, they have to learn by doing and by failing too. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's something that if you were to have a small human in your life, what would be something that you want to teach them? Um, small human. Probably hmm. that everyone is equal and that um, it's like, and that they're not the center of the universe. Like everyone has their own lives and, um cares so, and hopes and like families and um you know we should we should care equally for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like empathy. Yeah. Empathy. <laughs> um, yeah. And just like thinking a little bit about others. I feel like a good way to teach that is with for a kid is um, starting with doing small good deeds for, for people like every, every day or whenever you think of it mm. and kind of showing how people appreciate that. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, just like holding the door open or, uh, you know, buying a coffee for the person in front of you. Yeah. That's always really nice. Or, um, one thing that I like to ask is what if you were in the, like basically putting that person, the other person's shoes, right? For example, say Mm -hmm. your kid, uh, like hit someone trying to be funny or playful and the other kid got sad. Just like what would happen if you if you or if that person hit you right like mm-hmm. I would be sad, see, <laughs> and then yeah you kind of move forward and talk about that, and that's like that's empathy right like mm-hmm. putting yourself in other per- people's shoes, mm-hmm. um, and it's so sweet when they're like oh I get it I have to go say sorry you're like yep yeah. it's fine though. Yeah, I have this core memory of when I was really young, maybe like second grade or first grade, um, I was talking to a friend of mine who had made another girl cry or done something to make another girl mad at her or sad. Mm-hmm. And she had come to me and was like, what do I do? And I remember just knowing innately, like, I was like, just say sorry because even if you didn't mean to do it or like even if you didn't mean to make her sad because you didn't think it would hurt her feelings, it still hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. You want to be sensitive towards them and it's like, again, you hurt them. They, If you care about them and you are sorry, start there. Like mm-hmm. open that conversation and say like, hey, I messed up. You're important to yeah. me. Even if know you're not sorry. I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that you you don't want to say sorry if you don't feel sorry. I think that the there's a di- there's like it's harsh because it's like how do I express that I'm like that's not what I intended. I'm yeah. not sorry for like for example say you're not sorry for the thing that you did. Like I'm uh-huh. not sorry that I like took that job right and Mm. that we're both going for and you're hurt by it Mm. um however it's just like i needed slash wanted this job i know that this is something that you really cared for but this is also something i really cared for and i really want to like thank you and we can move forward like how Mm. can we move forward how can i make you feel better how can i like show my appreciation towards you and that this isn't like directed at you for example yeah, you know. just like, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that this came between our friendship and I never intended it to, like, you know, come between mm-hmm. us. And, like, I hope that it doesn't change things. It's hard, dude. Yeah. It's really, really hard because it's it's a delicate balance of, like, am I being an asshole or am I standing for what I believe? Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's... 
It's it's difficult. And, you know, at, sometimes at the end of the day, you do need to bite the bullet and say, like, I'm sorry. Like, I, like, whatever it is, I'm sorry. Even if it's something, especially if it's something small, right? Saying mm-hmm. I'm sorry can go a long way. Um, you know, some people just need that validation, the fact that you care about them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes an apology is a way that they accept that. Mm-hmm. That's a delicate balance. Yeah. Relationships with a lowercase r, like all of them, all relationships are so difficult, dude. So difficult. So difficult. Um, yeah. yeah. Just, it's been did, hard. Did you have your therapy session today, by the way? Yeah, I did. And? Uh, it was good. Um, lots to talk about there, which I can go into. Yes, please. But she did say the dreaded, maybe we should talk more often. How is that dreaded? <laughs> I just always kind of see it as a sign of like, like I'm just, I need more help. Um, mm-hmm. Which isn't Do a bad you- thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Um, and yes, you've been putting in a lot of work and a lot of effort. Uh, and it's like, it, I understand how it can be disheartening. You're like, dang, dude, I thought I was doing well. Or maybe I don't see myself doing well enough kind of deal, right? Yeah. Um, so I can understand how difficult it is. but Yeah, exactly. Like, I've been putting in a lot of work. And that's what she was saying is the reason why she wants to see me more because I'm like bringing more to the table. Interesting. And like bringing a lot more things up. So it's like, it's harder to cover everything. And then it just gets confusing because it's like so much will happen in a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we unpack it in just an hour? Well, yeah. there's the option of doing a two-hour session. Oh. Yeah, maybe I could do that. <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. I mean, but it depends with the therapist, know, right? I don't know if I'd want to do that, actually, because of work. Mm-hmm. Understood. Um, and it does depend. Like, you can definitely, like, have some, uh, th- like, therapy sessions be focused on purely the last one, right? Like, hey, we mm-hmm. talked about this. I know that might not be relevant. For example, like say you had a scuffle with a friend and you got halfway through it. By the next time you see your therapist, you've already resolved it. Sometimes it's still really helpful to like go through that um, mm-hmm. process still, right? It's like, okay, how did I, what did I do? What did I feel? How could I have done it better? The whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really helpful when you do have two sessions. I was doing two sessions a week for a while. And that was really helpful. Yeah. I'm like monetarily is what I'm worried about, but um, yeah, I hear I'll that. talk to my parents. I mean, you also don't have to. Like, if it's going to bring stress to you, then that's already like something to consider, right? Yeah. Like, the hard part. What I about- did in the past, it was helpful. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But also, do you find that you're doing pretty well in your life? Pretty well. You know, um, do you feel like you've been making progress? 
somewhat. <laughs> um, well, the main reason I came that I went into this therapy like a couple years ago was because I was having a lot of anxiety, um, mm. like more than I could handle. handle. Um, mm. And I was in this relationship and, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to someone that wasn't him (laughs) (laughs) about my problems. And I was having a lot of like night terrors, which I think I might've talked about on here. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you did. Um, Which is, yeah, like my, my visions at night when I'm not paralyzed crazy that's scary yeah um so i was having a lot of those and i've had them for years at least five years at least yeah five or ten years i don't even know um no not ten years since i was in college um yeah maybe like six years but they have been varying in scariness but since i've had them for so long i kind of can quickly realize what's happening. So I'll realize like, yeah, it's real uh, or sorry, it's not real versus before I would scare myself and think it was real. Cause I wasn't, I just didn't know what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so I say, I think I have kind of done progress or had okay. um, made some progress, but I, like in the past week, I've had two separate terror, terror moments at night. So. And and just to make sure you're saying that those terrors are directly related to your like anxiety, anxiety. levels, correct? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Um, Heard. So there was a Heard. while where I wasn't having them, which was good. Yeah. Was it pretty recent too? What do you mean? Like that moment of not having them. That was pretty recent, right? Uh, Yeah, it was like last year, I guess, that I didn't have them for a while. Got it. Um, yeah, dude. I, I really do understand, though. It's it's really convenient, and it is nice to have two sessions a week because I think I've talked about how I had it Monday, Thursday. Monday mm. would be really great because you can either start the week really strong and or recover from the weekend and then thursday it's like i'm going into the weekend how do i recover from the week right Mm -hmm. so it's always like a little bit of catch up you know just like therapy is but if it if it does stress you out i would i would suggest just you know saying not the moment but also keeping an option right yeah she's like asked for a while (laughs) Hmm. Um, do you just, again, do you like your therapist? I, I do. And then, but sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. I think we talked a little bit about when you don't, but I think that that's why I want to ask again. Yeah. I just, sometimes I feel like she doesn't listen, like she'll listen, but like, I don't know if it's just me, but she gets more bogged down in like people's names than what I'm like the gist of what I'm trying to say sometimes. Mm. 
and I get it's like really hard to keep up and I have a lot of people and like people I talk about Abby's like I have too many friends and I need her (laughs) to just know everyone right away just know everyone like um so I just get kind of like annoyed when I have to spend time like going over all that does that make sense it does. No, it fully does. It's a, it is like difficult because you're like I am trying to get through a story and touch on the important part. Like, yeah. Like be like this person isn't the important part of the story, but you don't know that, so it's like not your fault. Mhm. Yeah, it is a little difficult um because you're trying to be cognizant of time and importance, mm-hmm. right? Uh but I feel like that's also her trying to get it right you know yeah um it's a delicate balance it's a hard balance because it's like i need to follow but i also don't know what i don't need to know Mm -hmm. yeah and i've I've had like a few therapists or four i guess Mm -hmm. that i've worked with in the past and um including her and And... Mm -hmm. good no god um i really liked this one guy who was at the college that I was at. Um, He was like a little closer in age to me and he grew up in the Bay area and he Mm -hmm. also went to the same college. So I felt like he could really understand a lot of those things. And he was just like a really calming presence and would always remember, like he would always give me tea and like, remember what kind of tea I liked and like put it out for me. Um, that's really sweet. Yeah. And like when I, I was going through a really hard time at the end of freshman year and he reached out to me because the college was, you know, made aware of mm-hmm. my uh, difficulty. Um, and so he reached out. He was like the only person to really reach out. And he asked me if I was doing okay and if I would want to see him. That's really sweet, dude. That's really, really sweet. Um, it's so nice when you have people just in general reach out, especially when you didn't think that they were that like aware and sensitive and caring and, you know, they actually put you higher in higher regards than you thought. Mm -hmm. I think one example is when people like comment on things like compliment things that you didn't think people really recognized or appreciated, such as like maybe the way that you always have a specific water bottle or the way that you um like have like for you abby it's like the way that you always know that i'm gonna want tea when i get to your place (laughs) and that i'm always just like a tad late and that you kind of expect it and appreciate it because you're like thank Mm -hmm. god um yeah i always i always appreciate your little giggles they're really funny Uh and when you stare off like overwhelmed it's really oh really <laughs> you're like yeah. <laughs> <Abby> shuts down <laughs> yeah i remember just, like listening back to episodes and hearing when i would shut down and you would just like die laughing yeah you're so funny i just appreciate oh, yeah. it but it is really nice yeah. and i'm so happy that you had a therapist that was willing to do that too yeah the therapist before him though he was younger or she was younger um closer to my age I guess too mm-hmm. and she was a she wasn't like a full-time therapist at the college but kind mm-hmm. of 
uh, on probation or something mm-hmm. like in training still. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she saw me and it just wasn't good. Um, she didn't really understand a lot of things I was trying to say. Um, like I remember once I told her that this guy I was hooking up with and seeing that I really liked told me that he only really saw me as like, uh, you know, like a hookup. Mm-hmm. And I was really crushed by that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I think you're really hot. Um, but I just don't see anything like more, but we could still like keep hooking up if you want. And I was like, so sad. And mm-hmm. she, for some reason, she was just like, oh, well, why didn't you like that? Because he, he said you were, like, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Like, what? It's not about that. Um, oh, you thought I was pretty? I know. And then she, like, cried at one point during one of our sessions. Wow. And I was like why are you crying right now? Uh-huh. Like, I'm supposed to be the one crying. I'm supposed to be the one crying. Wow. What a, what a, wow. I really wish I had a, a response to that, except for, wow. She wasn't asked back, and then I, I actually ran into her in a Lululemon, like a, like a year later, and she was working there. That's kind of funny. Yeah. She was like sweet, but. I believe it. She meant well. She's trying. She's trying. She was trying. (laughs) Why did a person (laughs) saying that they don't like you when you're being vulnerable (laughs) with them? Why does that hurt your feelings? I mean, to be fair, sometimes like there is the question of like, why does that hurt you? For example, like say, like I've definitely had friends like where I'm like, I can think of seven different ways of how this hurt you. Like, mm-hmm. why did it, why did it hurt you? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I think that's, that's like actually a good point. Maybe she was trying to say that. Maybe she was trying to be like, she, like he thought you were attractive, but like, let's kind of unpack more into why, why it really hurt you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, delivery is a huge, a huge part. Um, mm-hmm. That's why. I find like texting very difficult, right? Because flirting can mm. sometimes be misunderstood or like sweet sentiments can be like taken as anger or passive aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like deli- uh, delivery is huge. Therapy is really hard because it's a sensitive space, right? And if you don't mm-hmm. do it right, people can really take it the wrong way. Like they're already being vulnerable. Then on top of that, like not understanding how to handle it is real can be really soul crushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I had one therapist who like got my name wrong. That's the spelling the spelling of my name for like a year, like two years, and I just didn't have the heart to tell her. Got it. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's. That's funny more than anything, thankfully. Yeah. Um, dude, I always feel really bad because, so for example, when I'm bad with, I'm kind of bad with names. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of bad with faces too. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes, oh. yeah. Um, 
I that's like small fun fact is uh, the the reason why I started calling people babe and love like hey babe <laughs> hey love like all my mm-hmm. friends is because I started forgetting people's names. Oh my god! So it was an easy way for me to just be like, like I can't just say hey. For me, uh-huh. I just like saying hey is weird. Yeah. So like addressing it to someone is like what I'm trying to do. So it was really helpful for me to say, Hey babe. Hey dude. Hey love. Hey man. (laughs) What's up girly? You know, all those things, especially if it's like, go ahead. No, you go. No, it's really go for it. Oh, I was going to say when I, like when we got coffee, like that first time after we saw each other at the gym, um, Oh, just, um, that was one of the things I noticed the most that you it said love and girly and I was like oh like I just wasn't used to people saying that um I thought it was really nice a good but no un- unexpected yeah a lot of people can be like thrown off because yeah I was thrown yeah a lot of people get thrown off and I kind of forget that because it's just like so common to me mm-hmm. that every once in a while I have to remember say like oh right like it's <laughs> I, some people are taken aback when I say love because mm-hmm. then when I'm because sometimes I'll say like babe or love to someone that I'm interested in and then mm-hmm. they get like freaked out right or so, like just random people can get like yo don't call me love or guys can sometimes freak out when I'm like hey babe oh you know? yeah uh, fragile masculinity so, yeah well that or just like scared in different ways or angry or whatever right whatever their issue with it may be yeah whatever their flavor is did you have therapy today did i have therapy today i did have therapy today what do we talk about we talked about oh we talked about how i hate basic human bodily functions Oh yeah, dude. I know this about you. I know, and I didn't really think about how like critical that is, mm. and how like it's. I didn't, you know. It's just like, oh, I hate pooping. You know, like don't a lot of people hate pooping? Oh, it's because partially I have a stomach issue. I don't know what it is, but I do know I have a stomach issue, or like. I without going too into it, just like my, what, uh, dude, this is like one of the one of the things that I struggle talking about. Oh my huh. god, um, we don't have to talk about it. I think it's like good to talk about it, okay. uh, or at least I'll try to. Um, but I just like really don't like pooping. I'll just leave it at that. Except okay. for like. It doesn't feel good. I don't like it. The process is annoying. Um, mm-hmm. All these different things. And then she's like trying to delve deeper into why. And also, the and you know, like there is some security stuff. Like, for example, when my dad, like growing up, I had a lot of issues still with the toilet. Like I clogged a lot of toilets for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why. And I always got berated whenever mm. it did happen. So now I'm just like, oh, I don't want to no. go because I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Uh, like that's still definitely a fear. 
Um, like I hate, like I get traveler's constipation. I hate using other people's bathrooms in their home. I'm getting more comfortable with it, but it's it's definitely a thing. Um, and you know, like how it affects me physically and emotionally, right? Like Mm -hmm. say I need to use the restroom. I would just like hold it and it's like not good for me in a lot of ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stuff like that and then start talking about how it really comes down to like my basic needs right my security and how this entire trip of mine is just focusing on the basic needs like how to stay warm how to eat enough food how to like how do like where do I sleep where can, when am I getting my water next right like when am I eating food am I just relaxing am I comfortable all these things these are all the things that I hate most about life. <laughs> like, oh God. Like I hate putting on clothes. I hate changing. I love oh, ironically, really? I, I love uh I love shopping and oh, like changing then is fine, but I just like hate putting on more clothes. Like I hate it. I wish like, you know, growing up what? in Southern California, I would just like want in minimal clothes. Like I have love sleeping and like sleeping naked mm-hmm. being like less clothing in general um it took a while but it does feel really good but now putting on a bunch of clothes and like having to have the right clothes like staying warm is really difficult eating enough that also helps with staying warm partially having an eating disorder is really hard so mm-hmm. how am i supposed to get food all the time like and so she was touching on all these things i'm like bro that's why I had such a rough first night. Like I, mm. like, I know how to do all these things. I know how, um, like that night I was like, how do I build a fire? And I didn't really succeed. I'm going to blame the wood. I think the wood was wet, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Cause I heard Did you have thing. lighter fluid. Uh, no. Or but whatever. You, what do you need? Like you need to like douse it with something and then put the, no, you don't need to. I definitely need, I would like to get that, but you don't need yeah. to. Um, like you can start with like some paper mm-hmm. and then some shavings, uh, like mm. Tinder, Kindle, Kinder, Hinder, <laughs> Kindle, <laughs> Kindle, Tinder. Uh, <laughs> That's how they invented the Kindle. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, Amazon. Um, oh Amazon, but Daddy we, Bezos. Daddy Bezos, dude. Uh, uh, man, that just like immediately hit all my ADHD really quick. Sorry. Oh no, you're fine. I just thought like I had so much more to that. Uh, like to that Jeffrey Bezos, like. Oh um, yeah. But going back to the wood, it's just like that kind of just kind of messed with me a little bit i was like i cannot handle my basic needs and that really is like the thing that annoys me the most like how do i keep my body going Mm. and that's the thing like i have to pay attention to the most on this trip and that's why it's going to be so hard for me like i didn't really recognize that like i thought Mm. it was me being alone and maybe partially codependent on someone right but Mm -hmm. but it's apparently just like i like with me left to my own devices my security 
is like the last thing I want to worry about. And now it's the only thing I have to worry about. Right. So it's like, you might forget to eat or drink if you're not on the day. Yeah. On the day to day. Like I, it'll be like, I, I don't really eat breakfast. So then I eat around like 11 or noon. Then I'd like to eat around three or four and seven, then maybe 10 depending. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe snack somewhere in between, but I'll eat at noon. I'll like have something small, like a yogurt and that'll be seven. I'm like, God damn it. I forgot all my food. Like, cause I tend to use coffee and drink coffee and tea at weird times. So then I'm not hungry and then I don't eat enough. Right. There's all these different things. So mm. that's like going to be a huge focus of my, um, trip. Sure. And that's going to be really hard. I'm glad you're talking about it at the beginning. Yeah, 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 it's true. And I need to figure out how to, like, accept the body does need things. And I need to give it that, you know? Like, realizing that part of the reason why I don't, like, why I don't, like camping is because the entire focus is <laughs> to survive, right? Yeah, you have to um, bring everything. Yeah, you have to bring everything. It's like, everything. how do I survive? Yeah, and I don't care that much, um, or I do, no. but I, I like it when people bring the things for me. Well, it's nice when you have like a bunch of people, right? And then yeah. they can all kind of participate. So yeah, it is fun. It's a lot of, it's like, it's very, very fun. But doing it alone is very different. I'm like, whoa. Mm. Like my mindset. Yeah, my, yeah, nor have I. My mindset's just so different. And it was very difficult for me to like switch it. But that's uh-huh. going to be a major focus. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good like growth moment. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, well, a lot good. of growth to come. A lot of growth to come. This is going to be good. You're going to come back a changed person, I think. Dude, I'm going to be completely different. It's only <laughs> week one, and I already have so many different thoughts. <laughs> Are you writing it down? Yeah, I'm journaling every day. I need a journal today, and I also need to do my little daily update. Yeah, um, I, I noticed do. that you're doing that on Instagram. It's kind of Yeah, it's, it's a little weird. Thanks. It's a little weird, but I kind of like it. Well, I mean, it feels like a podcast kind of vibe (laughs) true like when i see you do that i'm like oh yeah like it's just very normal for me (laughs) yeah it's like a little (laughs) video journal entry yeah Yeah, i'm happy like it um it's it's definitely like something that i enjoy i've been trying to do more just to be kind of like oh wow i did this today i'm very thankful you know Mm -hmm. yeah i hope you keep it up thanks i will and like the journal is more for me to process mm. the inner thoughts uh-huh the inner therapy thoughts exactly baby that's where it all came from yeah. therapy brings out my thoughts hey 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 <laughs> everybody in the ASA hey sorry <laughs> uh music music makes you lose control 
All right, so we've okay. obviously hit the end yeah, where we've sorry. lost all, like... I am going delusional. Yeah, we're both exhausted. Um, yeah, it's like 10.30 here. So late. Oh, wait, where are you in the world? I'm in Arizona. Okay, cool. It's an hour behind? Oh, I didn't know that. Hour ahead. Hour ahead? ahead. Yeah. But Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, hopefully weird. this saves. Yeah, honestly, I'm scared. <laughs> it'll be fine. Whatever happens, it'll be fine. Uh, yeah. If if we skip, it'll be really funny if we have episode ten, skip episode eleven, then just go straight to episode twelve and be like, "What happened?" I'm like, I don't know. The lost tapes. The lost tapes. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, That'd be kind of funny. Oh, I was thinking actually. I don't know if you like this idea, but um, we could do like a thought of the week, where it's meaning. Like, uh, like T H O T of the week, like someone that we're thinking of, or like someone that we're like grateful for. Sure, I'm down for that. Or it could be like someone we know, and or someone that we don't know. Yeah, just like I appreciate this person. A little shout out, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to go first? Yeah, um, mine is Lizzo, <laughs> um, <laughs> because. Her, so she won record of the year at the Grammys. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was record of the year. Yeah. And she was up for a lot of other Grammys. I think that was the only one she won. And she looked so surprised and like, she was so humble and so fun. The whole like show was just dancing and supportive of everyone. And her speech was great. It was very cute, and she was saying how she um, vowed, like, since Prince died, she, like, vowed to dedicate her life to making positive music. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it wasn't really as trendy back then to be, like, positive in music. Um, yeah. But now it is, and, like, now a song like that, because it it's about damn time, that one. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one? Mm-hmm. Like, in a minute, yeah. Um, and it's just like a very positive music, very positive so- song and album, and it makes you happy and smile and like something that we all needed this year. So yeah, I do agree. I really, really do agree. That's sweet. I love that. It's about damn time. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I would say Christine was truly one of the most amazing people. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she was freaking fantastic. Like, it's great. It was so easy. Like, whenever you go somewhere and you have to stay with someone, especially someone that you've mm. only met once, <laughs> mm-hmm. and stay with them for three days, <laughs> yeah. four days. Yeah, that's true. Uh huh. It's it's wild. Sure it's and the, no, and I didn't really think about it like that. I'm like, dude, I've known this girl for how long, and she feels so close. Like. Mm-hmm. the fact that she was also so open and willing to be vulnerable with me and you know uh it, it was really nice the fact that we had mutual connections and you know we had mm-hmm. an understanding and talked all the time but i am so lucky that she was so great and so sweet and so easy to be around and so understanding and sensitive and all the things she mm-hmm. was an amazing human and i'm really excited to continue being her friend Nice. And I feel like that's a, it goes full circle because you met her because you just struck up a conversation with her. 
True. Well, she actually wild. struggled the conversation with me. Oh, but I thought you were like, oh, I saw this girl sitting there, like, and I went to go sit down to like talk to her, but then I was in a trip. No, I, I was. My, I was no, I was tripping on. <laughs> I was tripping, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go take a seat. Oh, look at that! There's a cute girl next to the seat. That's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna relax, and then she struggled the conversation. Like I was like, "Oh, it's convenient." Oh, nice. Like what a nice little perk. Yeah, you know. So she, I always try to uh, reciprocate any like energy given to me um, as this at least like level of energy, right? Mm-hmm. So she came at me with a lot of energy. So I was like, "All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I I hear it. I receive it. I mm-hmm. will reflect and." Mm-hmm. We've been great friends, and she's fucking awesome, and I will never yeah. forget this weekend. And now, and yeah, if you hadn't talked to her and hadn't gone to that rave, then you wouldn't have gone to Tempe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. So very much thankful for her. hmm Yeah. All right, love. Shall we close it out? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, we love you all. You're all amazing. I love you. Therapy thoughts. <laughs> you said <laughs> like you're announcing it to a crowd. We love you, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> I... 